I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. You can catch this a couple of times a week. I uh, put them up on Wednesdays and Fridays usually. (laughs) You can subscribe at iTunes, Heidi Harris Show. That's iTunes, Heidi Harris Show for free. You can also find them at HeidiHarris.com or the Heidi Harris Show Facebook page. You can also check out my live radio show. I do that five days a week right from Las Vegas, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ. If you forget all that, just go to HeidiHarris.com. All the information is right there. Let's talk about Mayor Pete Buttigieg. As you know, Mayor Mayor Pete, who was the former uh, mayor of South Bend, Indiana, calls himself Mayor Pete. You know, he's now running for president. And the problem is the guy's got no qualifications that anybody's aware of. He's made his entire campaign about the fact that he's gay and married to a man, and he's taken shots at Mike Pence. All right, let's be honest about this, okay? Nobody should take shots at Mike Pence. Mike Pence is one of those guys, I wish I had an ounce of the grace that Mike Pence has. Mike Pence kind of reminds me of Tim Tebow. These are guys who just live their faith and leave other people alone, and they're just quiet about it. They don't feel the need to go after others and constantly defend themselves or anything else, right? And they're just nice people. Mike Pence has never taken a shot at Mayor Pete, and they've been friends, obviously, because they both, you know, represented Indiana and whatnot. But the idea that he takes a shot at Mike Pence and says, well, you know, my marriage to a guy has made me closer to God, and if Mike Pence has a problem with it, then he can talk to my creator. First of all, Mike Pence has never said anything negative about Mayor Pete. So what are you doing? Trying to pander to the left? Going after Mike Pence? Attacking him? By the way, how intolerant of you. Now, let's be honest about this. This is intolerant because Mike Pence is a guy who has not criticized Mayor Pete in any way. He's got his beliefs, yes, which he's entitled to, but he's not a criticized you, and yet you're attacking him because he has beliefs that are different than yours. And of course, Buttigieg says that he's closer to God because of his marriage and this and that and the other. No, you know what? Bottom line, homosexuality is forbidden in the Bible, like adultery, like gossip, like a lot of other things, pride, all kinds of things are forbidden by the Bible. I don't care who anybody sleeps with on a personal basis. Why would I care what two consenting adults do? But the Bible says two men aren't supposed to sleep together. Two women aren't supposed to sleep together. The Bible's very clear on that. So Pete Buttigieg has the option of ignoring that if he wants to. That's fine. That's his life. But for him to say he's closer to God because he got married to a man, it's ridiculous. And apparently he fought off his gay feelings when he was younger and this and that. I don't know what it's like to be tempted that way. I really don't. But I have a big mouth and I have to watch the fact that I could get into gossip or get into pride like any other human being or anything else. I have a lot of sins that I'm capable of committing. Obviously, we all do. I have weaknesses and strengths like anybody else. But I'm also not walking around saying, oh, it's perfectly fine to gossip about people. It's perfectly fine to do this, perfectly fine to do that. Why is it that when it comes to somebody's sex life, all of a sudden that's perfectly fine? I want to live with my boyfriend. I want to do this. I want to do that. That's okay. Sex is okay because that's what you want to do. Now, the reason that God prohibits certain things in the Bible is not because God's trying to stop you from being happy. It's because he believes, clearly, He knows, because he created us, what's the best for us. Gossip, for example. Let's just go with gossip. Let's stay out of the bedroom. Let's talk about that. God knows that gossip is evil. And I will be honest with you, I'm not a biblical expert, but from what I've seen in the Bible, the Bible talks far more about what you do with your mouth as far as gossip and maligning and this and that and the other, far more about that than it ever talks about anybody's sex life. 
Why? Because gossip is destructive. Who hasn't lost a job over gossiping or bad-mouthing somebody? Who hasn't lost a friend over that? Many people have. It's terrible. It destroys people. You know what this one did? You know what that one did? And many of us, most of us, I don't really know many people I've ever worked with or known in my life who aren't gossips in some way or the other. Oh, did you see what so-and-so did? Oh my gosh, did you hear about that one? Most people are very guilty of gossip, and part of gossip is pride. I'm better than you because I'm not as screwed up as you are, that kind of thing. And a lot of gossip is based on insecurity. You want to tear somebody else down because you think it brings you up, which of course it doesn't do. Once again, God knows that gossip is bad. And a lot of people are the victims of gossip and things that are said about them that aren't even true. Now, once again, yeah, gossip could be true. Sure it can. Absolutely it can be true. Remember that old song on Hee Haw? You know, we're not ones to go around spreading rumors, so you better be sure and listen close the first time. <laughs> it's true. I don't want to repeat gossip. Yeah, listen real close. I'm only going to say this once. But that's what it comes down to. Gossip is evil, and it causes a lot of pain and heartache and horrible stuff to people. It ruins reputations. It ruins lives. It ruins families, especially things that are said that aren't true, but even when things are said that are true. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I certainly have, where somebody has told you something about another person. Yes, I know you shouldn't even listen, but sometimes you don't have a chance to correct them before they tell you. And then it changes your perception of that person forever. Now, remember that when somebody's gossiping, what are you getting? You're getting their version of what that person is like or their version of a situation that they encounter with that person, right? Now, when I wrote my latest book, it's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, I didn't make it a tell-all. I didn't make it a gossipy book. Now, there were some things in there that had to be said about certain situations, but even then, I didn't mention names because the objective of my book was not to trash people. The objective of my book was to encourage people to be able to get through some really tough times. And so... I certainly could have spent a lot of time bad-mouthing people, and I can't believe this guy's this, and this guy's that, and this girl's this, and this girl's that. I could have done that. I, believe me, I got a lot of stories to tell. But first of all, their version might be different of events, right? Because they have their own version. That's part of it. And secondly, it's just, it's tacky. There's no point in it. I don't like tell-all books. I really don't. When somebody writes a biography about someone and they just trash the person entirely or whatever, you're only getting one version. It's the same with gossip on a personal basis. If you tell somebody, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so did this or that or the other, first of all, you don't know everything that went into it. And I certainly see that in work. You may have somebody you work with and you may say, oh, they're not doing their job. You don't know what they're doing. You have no idea what they're really doing unless you follow them around all day long. You don't know what your boss might have on his or her plate. You might feel like they're ignoring something that you want when the reality is they are just buried in other things. So most of the time, gossip is based on, even if it's your personal experience with somebody, gossip is based on you not necessarily having all the facts. That's why it's so evil. That's why God prohibits it. I can't tell you how many times, just start with the book of James if you're not a Bible person. Start with the book of James and it talks about the damage. It's like starting a forest fire with your tongue. So people like me who have big mouths who da, 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 have to watch that. And most people I know who are speakers, uh, you know, Joyce Meyer has talked about that, other people like that who are speakers who have the ability to speak, unfortunately, that's the downside of it. So let's go back to Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg has a temptation to be a gay guy. I can't address that because I've never been gay. It's never been a temptation for me. I've never so much as held hands with a woman, never experimented that way. 
I've never been interested in that at all. I can appreciate a pretty girl, but I don't want to touch her. It's just not my area of weakness. But for Pete Buttigieg to say that because I'm gay, I'm closer to God because I'm married to a guy, that's ludicrous. I don't know what Bible he's following. Now, he's free to ignore the Bible if he wants to. Go ahead, ignore it. Ignore the Bible if you want to. And there are people I know who are Christians or call themselves people of faith who are gay. That's their temptation. That's their lifestyle, whatever. I don't know how they do it. They just completely ignore what the Bible says. You can't, but they do. And it's the same, by the way, with people who are having sex before they're married, which the Bible is against, and things like that. Adultery, there are people committing adultery who claim to be, you know, people of faith or go to church every Sunday and this and that, and somehow they rationalize it in their own mind. But Pete Buttigieg has a campaign based on nothing other than I'm gay and I don't like Mike Pence. That's not going to get him very far, regardless of who you are. I know a lot of Americans might even be willing to vote for a openly gay president. They might. They might be willing to vote for someone like that, but they're not going to vote for someone who's attacking people like Mike Pence. Because when you attack Mike Pence, you attack every person of faith who believes what the Bible says about it. Now, understand, you may not personally, as a Christian, have a problem with anybody being gay. You may not care what they do. And I think a lot of folks don't care about that. I certainly don't care what two people do, but I know what the Bible says about things. Now, I don't want to be involved in your gossip, and we've all you know, done that at one time or another. I don't want to actively be involved in that, but certainly... I understand what the Bible says about it. I'm not going to say, oh, it's perfectly fine to badmouth people. No, you can either accept the Bible for what it says or not. But if you ignore it, you ignore it at your peril. But beyond that, Americans are looking at Pete Buttigieg and they're saying, hold on a second. Here's a guy attacking Mike Pence who attacks no one. Now, I know there are a lot of people on the, uh, I don't know what you call it, the uh, the gay left who will say, oh, Mike Pence is, you know, he's all about uh, trying to uh, discriminate and this and that and the other. No, no, no. Mike Pence is strictly trying to protect religious freedom for those who disagree. That's the difference. But if Buddha judge is going to continue to attack Mike Pence, then he's attacking all people of faith. And that's scary. So I think this little campaign of his is going to get some attention for about five minutes and then people are going to be really bored. And I'll tell you something else. Folks who don't even care who anybody sleeps with, are tired of being hit over the head with somebody's sex life. And even Rick Grinnell, who I happen to know because I was on Larry King's show with him many times, super, super smart guy. He's now the ambassador to Germany. You may not know his name. Super smart guy. I think he's married to a guy or at least they're partners. Even Rick Grinnell came out and defended Mike Pence because he knows that Mike Pence treats people with dignity and respect everybody. And so Buttigieg is going to be attacking Mike Pence for having, once again, a different opinion. Buttigieg is not defending himself from attacks by Mike Pence. He is firing the first shot across the bow because Mike Pence disagrees with him. That's a shot across the bow to any Bible-believing Christian that our rights will not be protected and his sex life and his sexual proclivities should take precedence over anything else, including God's word. That's the scary thing. So pay attention. Just warning you. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget, you can join me weekday morning, 6 to 9 on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. You can also subscribe to these podcasts at Heidi Harris Show on iTunes, and I post them at the HeidiHarris.com website. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott.